you shouldn't focus on what is unfair or unjust. Yeah, it is what it is. This is the cards that you play the game. And to get real advice, how to do it, you have to go for women. Yeah. Because yes, guys will tell you some advice, but it doesn't apply to you. Sorry, it doesn't. You're a woman, it doesn't apply to you. Mm-hmm. And then when, when I started to talk to women, then I started to raise money. Hello and welcome to Miseducated, the show about unlearning the misguided rules from society that govern our lives. With me, your host, Cash Doherty. This episode is the third of a three-part series where I met with Christina, the founder of Keg. Christina created Keg to help women track their fertility without using hormones and to help us strengthen our pelvic floor muscles, which improves intimacy. As I previously mentioned, Christina's story has been really inspiring to me, and I have learned so much from her struggles about being a female founder and bringing a medical device for women to the market. In this episode, Christina and I get very honest about the challenges facing women who are building startups in the femtech space, and about the sexism and the discrimination that Christina and other female founders continue to face every day in Silicon Valley. We talk about the challenges of pitching a product that solves a problem that male investors cannot see a need for, and what Christina has learned from her mum and other female investors on how to succeed. So let's just say in this conversation, neither of us is holding back and you'll get a real look at what we think of the state of fundraising for women in startups. Enjoy. Was there a specific moment when you decided to create this product? What kind of feelings and bad experiences did you have with this area of your life? Yeah. Yeah. So... I was very frustrated when I was trying to trick my cervical fluid. I never found it any user-friendly. I never knew what is what, what is, you know, what is sperm, what is arousal fluid, what is fertile cervical fluid. And I know that many women are able to do it because they can train themselves when they have regular cycles because they're like, okay, so this is the pattern. I get it. I repeat it next month. When you're not regular, which I have never been, um, then this is not very easy for you to do because you don't have a benchmark. Like this is how it should look like at one cycle. So it was very difficult for me. And I didn't want to start a company straight away. I wanted to join some company that could be working on this, but I found none was working on it. And many fertility companies at that time were owned by men, which never thought about it or they even didn't want to do it because it's hardware and it's medical and hardware plus medical plus consumer plus vagina. That's something that no one really wants to present to any investors to raise money. Yeah. And how has that been, that experience been for you? Did you end up having to raise money and what kind of responses did you get when you were like, I'm making a product. It goes up your vagina and tracks the cervical fluids that come out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard. I'll tell you, it's very hard. Like most men, be like they want to make money. Uh, so they are looking for opportunities and they don't say the word vagina, but they really want to hear if there is money to be made. But because they don't understand the user experience, they are not passionate about it. And it's really hard to tell them, yes, there is this market need. Today, I got a response from an investor, a typical invest, investor response, but which is a woman. And she sent me an email like, yeah, Christina, I'm very interested. You're solving a very large market need with an elegant and user-friendly product. And this is what a woman sent me, a woman investor. Usually what I get from men is that 
yes, thank you very much. You have done so much with so little money. Uh, we love your sales. Come back to us when you sell quarter million a week or something like that. You know, so yeah, it's like you you can never satisfy what they're asking you. Like they never ask this if you were a man. Yeah, I have just male friends as well, especially living in San Francisco. It just it's annoying because they just basically, you know, walk off the boat from university and they're like, oh, I have an idea. And then the guys are like, oh, my God, great. Here's five million dollars. And you're just like, ah, like it's so annoying, you know, and sometimes yeah. these companies go really well. Sometimes they don't. Um, but it's annoying when even though there might even be a woman investor in the room. I remember I was pitching the birth control startup that I was working on to an investor and there was only one other woman on the call and she was his MBA intern. And so he was like, oh, Priscilla, what do you think of this thing? And she had to be the one to say, okay, whether or not this was a good idea or if they liked the product or whatever. And oh my God, imagine being her, you know, put on the spot in front of your boss in this corporate development team and her boss expecting her to speak as to whether this product was like a good idea. I was like, oh my God, I just felt so bad for her. And um, I think I sent her an email afterwards, but she like never got back to me. So, <laughs> you know, it's just so many awkward experiences like that. Yeah. And it's also like in the beginning, I, I was kind of very upset seeing that people have done close to nothing in comparison to me. They have raised money and I have not, you know, mm. like I, I knew their firmware, I knew their hardware, I knew their software. So I knew that they were like not having anything, but they raised a ton of cash. And I had to do everything plus in medical standard. So, you know, like it's so expensive to have these certifications and so on. And then I was getting responses like, hey, come back to us when you earn quarter million a month. Yeah. Like pure profit or something. Yeah. And then my friends who have never made any revenue ever at all, they could phrase valuations and, you know, never brought the product to the market. So, but then you, you shouldn't focus on what is unfair or unjust. Mm. You just should focus. Yeah, it is what it is. This is the cards that you play the game and to get real advice, how to do it, you have to go for women yeah. because yes, guys will tell you some advice, but it's not, apply, it doesn't apply to you. Sorry, it doesn't. You're a woman. It doesn't apply to you. Mm. And then when, when I started to talk to women, then I started to raise money. Yeah, because they, they tell you very different different advice what to do what not to do you will raise less money than men of course a oh, well like like forget about the runs that men do but you will raise some money yeah but you, ha you have to talk to women exactly but also talk to women about your users and people who are going to be using the product and stuff too and you know figure out what their what their needs are um one of the main questions that i ask everyone is what is your pussy hack like how to navigate the world with a vagina yeah, so I used to get a lot of infections, but this is probably really lame. But I tried to eat a lot of probiotics so I don't get infections. Cool. But apart from that, I can just say, like, girls, like, train your pelvic floor. Your intimate life will pay you back for it. And when you will have babies, you will have less problems. Yay. Okay, lovely. So, and you've trained your pelvic floor by using keg or another product to, or just yeah. squeezing your vagina muscles together. Exactly. You, you also don't need any product. You can watch some YouTube videos or like pelvic floor yoga mm -hmm. and you can also do it without. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So what part of being an adult are you still figuring out? What are your challenges that you're facing at the moment? I'm still figuring out the, um, you know, how to work with men. Yeah. I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> like not, I like I have male colleagues and everything, but you know how still to 
raise money, how to persuade them about your ideas, you know, how to approach them. One advice that my mom gave me, and my mom is now a mayor, so, you know, like a very cool position. It's like when you want to put your point forward, you know, speak slowly because that's men I like men think slowly they speak slowly so speak slowly to them and then don't say like hey guys I have this idea that you know we will apply for your funds for saving this endangered bird in our town don't say that it's your idea say I was talking to this expert in the field he told me this and that and make them think it's their idea and yeah, yeah. it will go through and yeah. it's nothing humiliating doing it this way yeah it's just like you're managing and getting through I have a lot of advice that I just can't seem to take. And I'm, I'm just curious if that was also something Yeah, yeah you have. but you always take it. But if you will behave according to it, that, that's a different thing. But listening to it, I always listen. Yeah. Okay. So what is, a, what is one piece of advice that you're like, that you listen to, but you didn't actually implement? <laughs> it's like, you know, play hard to get and always say your round is half full. And you say, you know, like always kind of bluff a little. That doesn't work with women. It only works with men. That's the piece of advice I ignore. Really? Yeah. Because I bluff a lot and I feel like it helps me, but that's maybe only with jobs. like with. Um... Yeah, but not with raising money. One investor told me that, Christina, I like what you're doing. You have very good data, very good business model. You know, you're creating product that is great, but you're a woman. And as a woman, I am not like judging you. But I know that other people will judge you and will give you less of a valuation and less of a money. So in long term, you will be underfunded in comparison as if I fund now a man. So that's why the advice from men is not relevant in this space because they don't tell you. And this guy was a jerk. So he told it into my eyes. But it's true. You're a woman and they know it. They know that you will have problems with funding, which makes the investment way more risky, which really makes you in the competitive landscape on the worst position than if they use the million dollars that they want to give you to a man because the uh, investment is safer with men. And it's not because you have done anything wrong, but because they believe, and it's true, it's like self-fulfilling prophecy, that you will have problems because you're a woman. And if they believe that you will have fundraising problems because you're a woman, then of course, as an investor, you're risk averse. You're not sexist, you're risk averse. So that's mm -hmm. why you decide not to do it. Yeah boy it's a bummer isn't it there's not really much else to say around that okay and then what is another I don't know what is something sexist or something that's happened to you that just made your blood boil that made you like really angry um yeah like when when I was trying to fundraise first time and I was I was meeting with one professor from one university that was in the field and someone recommended to me and he touched my tide under the table really yeah and the second time was like when I was having a conversation with one investor and after having a good conversation and I thought everything is going well, he invited me to stay over overnight. What? Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah. And how did you respond like to either of those things? I didn't move, you know, like you, it, because and then you realize why people don't do anything because you're just shocked and you don't move like yeah what and the other one i said like no i was like like fuck this like go away like whatever and then he was sending me an email like he apologized he read the signals wrong da, 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 da. oh my god that is so ridiculous <laughs> like, yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. when i said that i was raising money for my company what i actually meant was no i'd rather spend the night with you tonight like what the actual 
<laughs> yeah, like when you, it's just, but you know, this was not a VC, it was like an angel, but still, I was like, what? Well, I don't know. Oh, and, he knew, and he and he knew I'm married, so I don't like, know. Like that's I don't... fucking ridiculous, though. Yeah, this guy's how can you? <laughs> it just amazes me that they are so cheeky and would think that, like, who they think they are slash you are. I think there's just so much of a lack of social emotional intelligence there, and also it's completely inappropriate. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's why. Like. You know, we can't solve this. Honestly, we can't solve it. We only can speak about it and we can get an advice from women who are successful. So when you ask for advice of women who are successful, they have only gone through all the struggles so they can give you an advice. And when you make a business, 99% chance that you won't be successful. So you have to enjoy the ride. I, you know, most likely, you know, I am standing in a very hard position. I have amazing product and we grow and we have a lot of passionate women behind us. But yeah, objectively, the investor was right. We are in very hard position because we are a medical device that goes into vagina and is regulated. Mm. So yes, it's a hard position to be, but we have to enjoy it. And, you know, we are doing it for the cause. And women know the crazy stuff that we go through. So uh, women are very eager to help each other, especially once they made it there and they are successful. I have received so much help from women, but also from very good men who understand this so my husband is super supportive when i moved here from united states he was the one who supported me the most to do this company and he paid the outrageous san francisco rent and he was my first investor he was very supportive i met men founders who really helped me through who invited me to their investors and were watching for me to make it so there are people who will help you when you will decide to do it because not you know, like, it's stupid to say, like, men are sexist. There's so many men that are so good. And they understand that it's shit because they have sisters and they have wives and they have mothers and they have seen it happening to them. So they're willing to put their wealth and put their mouth where they, you know. Yeah, put like, their money where their mouth money is. Where, exactly. <laughs> and, they're, and they're willing to help because they get it. So, yes, there are some terrible, terrible, terrible people who are fucking up the system and many men are just like looking for money and they're risk averse so they won't fund women even if they invented like the next tesla they still wouldn't do it because they're risk averse but it doesn't mean that we can't change it you know 100 years ago we were not able to vote 50 years ago like united states has racial segregation now we can build the companies and it's slowly moving and we still have to try because it's possible and there are people who are willing to help and you will do something that you're passionate about. So ladies, if you really want to start a business, do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that you mentioned that you did have very supportive men and like good experiences there. And I just think from my own personal working experience, like I would like to see the less competent men or the completely inappropriate men out of power like not in those positions anymore and did you follow up with either of the men that had like touched you inappropriately or said inappropriate things to you like did you report them or like do anything or you were just like nah I didn't do it and um uh, maybe I made the wrong decision but I just started and it was I was in a new country it was like one of the first people I met and he did that so I was like well so you know you don't want to start a company and 90% of 99% of investors are male maybe they're all like that you know I didn't know so I didn't and with the second one I I called him out I made a screenshot and there is this alpha thing starting where you can report sexually abusive VCs and yeah so yeah 
like this the other one i did it but not to him but like different way but the first one i didn't yeah but in, in the second one you decided to in the in the end and like yeah, yeah. If, if alpha hadn't existed would you have done anything or not like i think that's great that you can use that outlet yeah before that i screenshotted it and i sent it to the person that it tr- that introduced us mm. this is also what's so terrible about silicon valley though in general is that it's a very small playground you know you know living in san francisco there's not that many people around and word travels really fast i feel and that is yep. kind of nerve-wracking as well yeah. yeah hopefully there'll be some kind of consequences for people that do really inappropriate and terrible things yeah and I, I and i'm said i should have also done it with the first one but i didn't and i understand women who don't so that's it yeah yeah i think it just depends on your position at that time i don't know i remember like when i was 15 um this man was like walking down the street and he just like grabbed my bum and as i was walking past and i literally was i, was, I wasn't like traumatized again i wasn't raped nothing like that major happened but i was constantly looking over my shoulder for months and months on end because I wasn't sure like I literally could this guy just come up behind me and like grab my bum and in that situation I like never you know I was so young that I didn't even realize that it was just obviously him being a really disgusting person you know so like the, your first experience like did you second guess yourself at all like were you worried that this was going to be like how all men were going to be so yes it, it was his fault and he was probably like doing it to many other people as well but I also took a different approach when I was meeting people. Like you speak uh, differently to them. Like you're not friendly. You're just talking business. Like not at all. You know, you're not trying to ask for advice and be nice. Like, no. Yeah, but we are like, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm really glad that, yeah. to hear that. I am so happy, you know, when people are going out and, you know, you have this Black Lives Matter protest and 90% are white. And I'm like, mm, that's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important. We have to show up for each other's causes, honestly, because nobody's going to do the dirty work. You know, we have to, exactly. we'll have to do it. Honestly, I've been like in the femtech space for a while and I'm always looking for new stuff, but I think you have like a multifunctional device, which is amazing. And um, it, it seems like a very like well-made product and everything. So like, I definitely want to get one <laughs> and, and try it out. Um, also, I think I'm having problems with like my pelvic floor muscles and that in general. So I think that's an important thing to, you know, to work on it's important yeah. yeah yeah you want it i feel like you're so cool honestly and i'm like so <laughs> down for this company like i'm so on board yeah and what's who's like one company that you really admire um there's one lady called tracy she's doing vaginal dilettant because women are getting torn or they get you know cut when they're delivering a birth and they have a lot now then they have to sew the vagina back together, vaginal openings. Your life after is never the same as before. Da, da, da. So her product, it's like dilatator before you give birth. So like it stretches not just vaginal opening, but also the walls. So it's like slowly getting, getting, getting like wider and you're less likely to get torn than mm. if you don't do it. Mm. So, you know, like w- once she has it on the market, she will solve a very big problem for women. Wow. But she's also very fierce and very cool. She has overtaken the job after the founder, um, her male colleague that she fired. And you now she's running the clinical trials, fundraising, talking about torn vaginas to male investors. And I'm like, yeah, wow, that's insane. I'm going to just say this. I'm not sure if it was your website, but I did see on one website that I was looking on recently. Do you have any female medical advisors or not? We do. Okay. 
I saw another website recently and it seems like there's all men. Um, yeah, so we, maybe we don't have it updated because we, we just launched a website a month ago. Before oh, okay. that, we had a different one. But we do, definitely we do. Okay, yeah. So your advisors are all dudes, just so you know. I think like that is, like this is just a little piece of feedback. Uh, okay. Those that you see on the image, uh, two of them are my advisors. I just have to create a sub page for them. I will put it up today. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Cool. Don't say sorry. It's fine. I feel like I just like to I give critical feedback. No, people's you're, shit. <laughs> you're right. I have yeah. to go because we have an update call with a team. Okay. Once we don't have Corona, I'll invite. I, I will invite you for white wine. Oh. Okay. Amazing. I'm actually really excited for that. Okay. Just have a nice day. Good luck with your new job. Yeah. Thanks. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. To find out more about Keg and Christina's amazing story, visit keg.tech, which is K-E-G-G dot T-E-C-H. Or you can find them on Instagram at keg underscore tech. And we really hope that you enjoy this episode. Stick around and we'll be back with some amazing stories from female founders later. Bye.